This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. We are your personal ad heroes back on the scene. My friend, how are you doing tonight? I'm actually doing really well. How about yourself? I'm loving this new night recording. See, out here in California, they got this crazy-ass thing that they do where they roll the clock back in the wintertime. Is it roll back, right? Yeah, yeah fall, back, fall back, spring forward. It's my favorite time of the year. And uh, when they do that, it gets darker outside earlier, which makes it kind of fun because when we're in here in the lab cooking up these episodes, we are recording and it's like pitch black outside. Well, plus, too, you got to account for the, the clouds because all the fires with the smoke. And so we're just always covered in clouds over here. <laughs> we got that we are. Well, we got a good episode on tap this week for our listening audience. Gino, what are we going to be dropping this week? Well, it's going to be about how to break up with a client. How to break up with a client? Oh, my goodness. Why are we going to be talking about that today? We're going to be talking about that today because when you're in sales and you just have that one bad day or maybe several throughout your career, or maybe some people who actually dropped out of sales because of it, the one client that just irked them enough and it, oh, and also made them upset. I apologize for nothing. Exactly. You know, uh... This is a marketing advertising podcast, uh, but in the marketing advertising realm, sales is an inevitable connection to marketing and advertising, right? Because marketing and advertising programs are typically transacted through salespeople who initialize an idea with a company, um, and then that company decides to move forward with that idea, and, and that becomes the marketing or advertising program. And so I think it is relevant to bring up this topic because uh, COVID 2020, there's just a lot of people are on edge. And so I think there could be a lot of people out there uh, who may be experiencing um, in that sales process, you know, some kind of tense conversations, some tense negotiations, some tense things happening. I have a personal story to share with all of you uh, about that. And that's that was kind of like the driving force of why Gino and I here uh, decided to come into the lab and cook up this episode tonight. Um, but I, I don't think my story is unique. I think there's a lot of people out there in sales who could probably relate to my story. And so anyways, the bottom line is when is enough? When is when is uh, when is it enough? When is too much enough? Right. When do you finally just pull the plug and go, you know what? I'm firing you. Mr. Client, I'm not going to take this abuse anymore. I'm not going to take this attitude from you because you think you have like this ownership over me just because you agreed to, you know, pay for our services and stuff like that. There, I believe there is a, a line in the sand. And if that line gets crossed, you have to divorce the client and move on to, to greener pastures. So we're going to get into all that tonight. But before we do, 
we got some A block banter. What do we got dropping in the A block section? Well, we're going to be talking about movies. We're going to be talking about movie theaters, and we're also going to be talking about video games. So uh, to start things off, you know, we are always talking about movies here at Ad Symbol, and we, especially on the Ad Hero podcast, are talking about theaters that are open and if we're going or not and what which ones are open and what are they doing to bring in business. Yeah. So, like, I've, I typically keep my ear to the ground and the uh, eyes on YouTube to, to see that, uh, you know, a lot of theaters are open. AMC, for example, like we've been talking about for weeks, has been open. I know Regal Theaters, like, closed down for the rest of the year. and But there's other chains that are still open as well. And they're bringing in people with, like, you know, kind of like ha- having their, their, their same things, you know, like the, the food, the, the alcohol and all that. But they're also having older movies. What? Yeah, like Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I think I've seen like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. or I don't know. There's like a lot of different types of movies that have been in these theaters that some of them you might want to actually go to to experience that Adobe like vision and sound to get a full experience the way movies have been made. Yeah, I can attest to this. Uh, This last weekend, I went to my local AMC movie theater out here where I live. And uh, lo and behold, if I wanted to, I could have gone and seen Gremlins on the big screen. It's a Christmas movie. Gremlins, is is that considered a Christmas movie? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did not go see Gremlins because I've seen Gremlins before. But to Gino's point, uh, to your point, Gino, I think that it's an interesting concept. Okay, look, the bottom line is... And in, in the industry is hurting. We've been documenting this. We've been talking about it. We, we actually uh, referenced this on our Christmas episode. Um, if you didn't catch that, go back and listen. It's a great episode. Um, but the bottom line is all the big productions have been pushed off to 2021. Is that correct? Correct. And I don't even know if the movie theater business chains maybe even expected that they were going to get to open again in 2020. I think they probably thought like, nah, we're just packing it up. We're done for the year. They they were expected to months ago and then at least in California, but things got pushed back. I know in China, they were open up like way, way, way long ago. Okay. So it, this is a scramble for these theaters to come up with something that uh, people want to pay to come in and also don't forget, you know, it is still risky. You're in an enclosed space with other people. Um, I guess the rule of thumb is you have to keep your mask on unless you're eating some popcorn or something like that. Right. But, but again, the bottom line is they got to try to do anything and everything to lure you back into the theaters. I was excited to go back and check out the theater because I love going to the movies. I'm a huge movie guy. But when I saw that, my only choice was like Gremlins and like, I, I don't even remember what the other title was. Neither one of those was something that interested me. I was just like, all right, well, cool that the movie theaters are open, but I'm going to have to come back later, uh, you know, when something else better is playing for me. You know, that was my mindset. So, um, you know, I guess, uh, what do you, let's ask our listening audience. Are you guys rushing out to the movie theaters um, now that they're back open? Drop us a comment on uh, Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, let us know if you guys are rushing to go back out to the movies or you're going to sit on the sidelines and just wait for like that really good production to come back um, and be exclusively in the, stu- in the, in the theaters first. Because now 
as Gino pointed out uh, on an episode several several weeks ago, um, they got this you know kind of deal in place now where they'll let it in the theaters for only a couple weeks and then it goes on VOD. Oh right, right, right. So maybe you're maybe you're waiting for that big release to come out before you you know rush to go check that out. That's right. Yeah, that, that's right. Um, yeah, and and you know they're even doing deals with like if you're a member of mm. a uh, movie theater and their special customer service package or like card or VIP memberships. So I got hit up recently with AMC about that, and uh, I'm <laughs> they gave me like five extra bucks, free popcorn. Because it passed my birthday and wow. all this other stuff, so oh, wow. I really want to take advantage of it before the offer ends. That's kind of cool, though. I'm I'm glad to see that they're doing all those things. And what a uh, fascinating time to be a marketer for the big movie chains, for Absolutely. AMC, for Regal, for all these guys. If you're working in the marketing teams of those firms, uh, those those companies, I tip my hat to you because you have you have a you have a big challenge, you know, on tap. Uh, what else do we got? I see here a note on something that I'm personally super excited about, which is Spider-Man 3. Yeah. What's going down with Spider-Man 3? You know, it's been all over YouTube and everywhere else in the comic book uh, realm on the Internet. And the shooting for th- number three has begun. Uh, and a lot of stuff's going on with, with this. Well, of course, Tom Holland's back. But, you know, they always think the 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 big thing is, is like, well, Tom Holland or Peter Parker has to always have some kind of mentor when like the other Spider-Man films, he never had this mentor. Hmm. But now the thing is, is the rumor is, is that Dr. Strange is going to be appearing because there's going to be some kind of crossover with Dr. Strange's movie and the multiverse of madness. Uh, we also got that rumor. It's going to be the live action into the spider verse. So there's rumors that Tobey Maguire could be, or could not be coming back. People don't know hundred percent. And Andrew Garfield or field, how you say his name? He's, uh, he's reportedly coming back. Hmm. And then Jamie Fox, who played electro in oh, the amazing Spider-Man two like is set to make an appearance in re doing his role of electro okay. not redo i'm sorry doing his role of electro but they're saying that he might look a little different so that's going to be interesting and it's saying that like he can cross over from the amazing spider-man universe into this spider-verse plus they're going to be trying to add more villains because they want they still sony that is still wants to create this whole sinister six film which I think would be awesome to see, and you know, which is basically like more villains. Those are like six villains, and and they it, it could be all different ones. But in this case, I think it would be like Electro, uh, the Michael Keaton's character mm. played play the Hawk guy. Yes, uh, the Falcon. No, the Fair. Oh, geez, totally just forgot the name. I think it is the Falcon. No, it's not the Falcon, but bird. The yeah, bird. Uh, Something I know, I know, yeah. I know what you're getting at. Wow, I can't believe I forgot that's that all, right it's now. All good, yeah, it's, all it's gonna good. look stupid. I know. Uh, then we'll, what, we'll get chewed out later by people. We will. And uh, the scorpion, uh, venom might even cross over, and uh, uh, Craven the hunter because they always want to make a Craven the hunter movie, and uh, it could be Doctor Octagon or Octopus. There's like so, so many different variations of how they can play this out. Uh, so they don't know who the 
they don't. In other words, what I'm hearing from you is it has not yet been determined if there's going to be a single enemy that he's going to go up against in this film. It could right. be. It could, could be, be the rhino. Could be. A, <laughs> could be. You remember that? Could be several. Could, could be, be several. several. Okay, but what's key is that Tom Holland is reprising his role. Yes, and who I think is the birth. He's in my eyes. He's the best Spider-Man. That's what I think too. Uh, I also want to add that there is plans, if not already in production, to make a sequel for the animated Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, wow. Which some consider one of the top two Spider-Man movies ever. I, there was a lot of buzz and excitement around that film. It got an Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, all right. And then finally, just wrapping things up in the A block here, a little bit of video gaming news. This is like a little bit of a new segment we're going to sprinkle into the show here uh, because... The world of video games goes really hand-in-hand with entertainment and pop culture in general. They're kind of all interwoven, connected. Um, As many of you guys know who might be listening to this, I have a channel on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash mjosnaps. And uh, I do live stream Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on your dial. Um, and so on my live stream, I will usually open it up with some, some chatting just with whoever's on my channel tuning in, and then I'll get into a video game and I'll play that game for a little while. Um, just kind of interacting with people, having a good time. And so the big news coming out of the, uh, video game world is going to be the new call of duty cold war. Uh, it's called cold war. It's going to be the next edition of the call of duty franchise, uh, this thing has just tremendous buzz behind it because there's so many millions of players of Call of Duty in general, all the different you know years and seasons of the game that you can still get into and play today. Uh, it's really fun. It's a really fun um, community, I'll say. I've met a lot of interesting people from around the world as I've been playing it. Um, and you know, you all have that same kind of like uh, interest and same kind of camaraderie around the game. In the gameplay, uh, whenever there's a bug, people will like capture the bug and they'll like tweet it out. They'll make a big deal about it. it's kind of like funny actually. It's kind of <laughs> yeah if they if they catch like an Easter egg in the game yeah, or, or a glitch, um, you know. So there you just get like it's really cool little community. Um, and anyways, this game drops on November 13th. And it's gonna be a big deal. Now, is that Cold War that's supposed to be taking place during the Cold War? Yeah, yeah. Like the the theme, they've been running some commercials on television. The theme of it is like Ronald Reagan's the president. He's kind of like in this, you know, boardroom or presumably somewhere in the White House, and he's kind of like talking to some guys about, oh, uh, what's this code that we've cracked that can help us like put an end to the Cold War? And it's like this guy has like the Soviet Union briefcase, and he's like decoding something and so anyways it just shows the gameplay as it's a lot of interesting like night scenes and so the whole thing with these games is the map of where you play which is like the environment that you play and you try to hunt down other players that's that's what really makes the game interesting and fun so the more unique the map is with different places where you can hide out buildings you can like go in and like sniper other players from stuff like that (laughs) that's what people really love this game cold war is supposedly going to have a lot of that so there's a lot of buzz. Looking forward to it. And that's just a quick little blurb on the video game world. I still remember the commercial, just real quick, of the uh, – it was a long time ago for Call of Duty. And at the end of the commercial, there, there's a bunch of these players that got all killed. And who did they get killed by? 
professional or professional soldiers who are like amateurs. Right. You know, that's what they said at the end yeah. of the commercial. Amateurs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it, 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 this online gaming world that attracts all walks of life. It's kind of like I said, it kind of goes hand in hand. This Twitch universe. uh with pop culture, with entertainment, with film, movies. It's something that's near and dear to our hearts here at, at the Ad Hero Podcast. We just like to bring that to the show. But let's get into the uh, meat and potatoes of the episode, as I always like to say. Let's get into the um, main topic at hand, how to break up with a client, or maybe possibly more specifically, how to know when to break up with a client. Because I think there's two parts there that's really critical if you work in sales. There's the feeling that it's time to break up and then there's the actual act of breaking up and uh what i'm going to put out there is some of the things that we're going to be sharing today on today's episode uh might sound very familiar if you've ever broken up with a significant other (laughs) and the reason why i say that is because so often in life relationships whether they're personal or professional there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of similarities in a professional relationship as there is with a personal one. And breaking up with a professional relationship can arguably hurt just as much as breaking up with a personal relationship, as funny as that may sound. Now, you might meet some people out there. Gino, I'm going to ask you this question. If you've ever met someone who just, you know, they have like a stone wall kind of like attitude and and, and they – they can just really be stone cold, ice cold when it comes to work stuff, and absolutely nothing can get through to them. But uh, have you met anyone like that? Yeah. Actually, you know what? It's funny. I have, but the ones that I remember, the sale went through. Okay. And, and it was just basically like, yes, yes. Like, I'm like, okay, is this person getting mad at me? I don't know. And they just keep answering yes or. Give me the car, you know. I, they give me their card, right? And that's very weird. And yeah, I almost feel bad. I'm like, okay, like, I guess, like, did I do something wrong? No, it's just how I am. <laughs> that's funny. That is that is too funny. Well, usually, relationships in sales, uh, or I should say, a sale begins with a relationship, right? Right. And so, when the relationship is is high vibes and high energy, then transactions can get done. Right. Um, whereas when it is uh, low energy or, as you say, very cold, very stale, you know, that's typically you don't see progress take place like that. And so I'll speak for myself, you know, here at AdSemble, which is the parent company of the Ad Hero podcast, we, we help clients with digital out of home advertising, digital billboard advertising, programmatic out of home advertising, do all those great things. And every single one of those relationships I take really to heart. When I'm interacting with a client, I, I, get, I get really uh, excited uh, to meet with, meet with a client. And mm-hmm. I, know, I know you too, uh, you do as well, Gino. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, I think there's you know, three key things to know about in this process of knowing when to break up with a client and how to do it. And in order to figure that out, the three key things are one – Every relationship needs to be valued from both sides. All right. And we're gonna we're gonna little by little just kind of poke our heads in each one of these topics right here. Every relationship needs to be valued from both sides. There are a million fish in the sea. That's point number two. There's a million fish in the sea. And number three, no amount of money 
is worth your personal health. All right. So those are three key things to be on alert for, to be watching out for. Um, those are some signs that it may be time to break up with a client. And then we're going to give you some pointers about how to do that. Right. So let me just peel back each one of those. And then I'm going to let Gino come in and, and explain um, how you go ahead and break up with a client. Right. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so every relationship needs to be valued from both sides. Right. You have a valuable service that you are offering somebody. OK. They may be coming to you. In, in need of that service, but you are the one providing that service. And so it's a very like copacetic relationship because they want the service. You have the service to provide. Um, it helps your business grow if you make a sale and get a customer, hopefully for life. And so that's a good, that's a good thing right out of the gate. Right. right? But where, where it can immediately take a turn for the worse is if the person coming to you for the service starts kind of like bossing you around or having these exuberant demands on your time and energy because they feel like, hey, I'm paying you for your, you know, I'm paying for this, so you have to bend over backwards for me. Or threats. Or threats. And you might see this a lot maybe in, in really high tense situations. Um, like a perfect example might be like if you hired a lawyer um, to settle a divorce or settle something in a personal matter and that lawyer you don't feel is maybe doing the best job or, or getting you the, the, most, the most results that you think they could be getting, you might come to that table and be like, hey, I'm paying you to get me out of this jam, this, this personal jam or this divorce situation. I'm really pissed off that you know, you're not getting me as good of a deal as I think I should get, right? Now, if you're the lawyer in that situation, where do you draw the line and say, hey, listen, you know, I am doing the best job I can. If you don't like it, you know, take a hike, you know, that type of thing, right? So the point being is every every relationship needs to be valued from both sides. Uh, point number two there, there are a million fish in the sea, right? And Gino, let me just ask you, what, what, do, you, what do you infer that that means, there's a million fish in the sea? Uh, what that means is you have to keep your, if I can quote Grant Cardone, you have to keep your funnel full. And there is someone out there that will want your product, that will want to hear what you have to say. In a respectful way. In a respectful way. That's true. So you you got to keep your funnel full. You got to keep talking to people. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's really about the mindset. In other words, don't let that one irate customer make you feel like they're the only person out there who can buy what you have to sell. Would you say that's a yeah. true statement? Because if, if because if they're coming back at you like, well, I can just go somewhere else with the same services, and you should just return the. If it's going to be like that hostile, then you should probably return it back and be like, well, you could, and I'll just find someone else who wants to talk to me or my services. That's right. That's right. And finally, there's no amount of money that's worth your personal health. So again, going back to that situation about the lawyer, something like that. I mean, you got someone coming at you because they paid you you know, several hundred thousands of dollars to negotiate something or settle something. And, and they're coming at you day and morning, day and night with aggressive text messages and, and just a lot of hate and, and anger and vengeance because of their situation that they are in. If you go home at the end of the night, feeling distressed, feeling emotionally drained, feeling sad and like depressed that you may, okay, maybe I'm not doing as good a job as I could. This, this person's telling me I suck. You know, if that's causing you to have like, health issues, you got to see that as a major sign that you got to get yourself out of that situation because we are all here on planet earth 
for only such a short amount of time. I just saw yesterday the tragic passing of Alex Trebek. Uh, and I love watching Alex Trebek on, on Jeopardy and everything else. Died of, I think it was pancreatic cancer, if I'm yes, not mistaken. That was it. I mean, look at that, right? I mean, no amount of money is worth you putting health concerns on yourself where that's going to pull you down and wear you down, right? No. Okay, so those are three key things that you have to be watching out for at all times. And if any one of those things happens, you know, um, then you want to sit down and have the talk. Okay, so Gino, um, I had a personal situation where a client was really, really being aggressive at me and not valuing my time. The teeter tot was unbalanced, so to speak, and I'm and I'm feeling heartache from it, and and I'm not sleeping well as a result of it. And I'm very confident that there's other fish in the sea that will respect me and will respect our product and respect our time, not ghost us on calls or just be assholes in general, right? So I, now I'm ready to break up with this client. What are some pointers? What, what should I do? Well, according to uh, a couple sources, Forbes and Entrepreneur.com, some things you would want to do is avoid saying the word you. You basically want to keep it very high level, very professional. It's it's not we, like, no, it's us, or it is we and us, not not you. You don't want to, like, because here's the other thing, too, is that you don't want to discredit that person too bad because you know what you just might be working with that person again in the future mm. and in fact that's kind of happened to me before a very long time ago mm. uh, you want to have empathy you you want to become out the better man or, or woman okay overall all right uh you might see them uh or, well like i said before you might see them in the future so you can actually make recommendations or referrals there's a uh Funny little story I, I have about that with, with someone else in sales. Uh, and, and I don't know if we have time. I, I, we probably don't. But anyway, it was just <laughs> if you recommend somebody, sometimes those recommendations can actually like help you with the sale hmm. and, and retain the, 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 a sale, especially if, if you're in law. Uh, hit, I can explain it in the comments below on, on YouTube. And uh, you, you want to make sure that you have responsibility and be transparent about it. Because if you're going to be the one who breaks up, have the confidence to do it. Mm. You know, don't be wishy-washy about right. it. And don't let it drag out. Finally, this is the last thing. Do it immediately. Because if you don't do it immediately, according to these sources, it's going to weigh more on your health in your mind, and you don't want that. You got to continue to move forward in your sales. Right, right. So, uh, in other words, uh, you're watching out for these three signs, and when you're ready to make that decision to break up with this client and just go somewhere else with somebody else who's going to respect you and love you and appreciate you more, don't drag it out. Sit down, have the talk. Basically, if I could loose paraphrase, it may sound something like this: Listen, Mister, you know, Client X. We've had a great relationship together. We have done a lot of great things together. We've had a lot of fun working with you. Um, there's obviously been a lot of progress. There's been a lot of success. But as of late, I kind of feel that this relationship it, between us, I'm feeling like I'm not being and we are not being as valued, meaning myself and the company. We are not being as valued um, for the services that we are providing you. And so... Uh, we have, uh, thankfully, many other clients that we are working with right now. And as a result of that, 
we are actually going to make the decision to part ways with working with you. Am I being fired right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're that fired. was good. That was good. That was good. You're fired. So, you know, you, you, you know, you, again, you want to use the we, you yep. want to say this and this, right. you want to be empathetic. Um, you know, if, if something changes down the road where, you know, we can come back into contact and work with you again, we're fine to do that. But as of right now, we really need to put a focus on clients who are just, we feel are appreciative of what we bring to the table for them. That's right. All right. And no amount of money is going to change that. It's just in our culture about who we are. Let us know what you think by the comments below. Let us know your thoughts. Matthew. Yeah. My final thoughts are basically just uh, watch out for for those situations where you're not being appreciated. That's a big deal. I mean, it. listen, nobody is ever going to tell you. The reason why we wanted to make this particular episode is because it's very rare that a company breaks up with a client. All right. Usually the client breaks up with the company. But there are some instances where people are just so rude and so aggressive that you have to do the breaking up yourself. And so we hope these three pointers made sense. Drop us a line if you want any other additional feedback on it. But definitely break up with someone who's not, who's not treating you and taking good care of you. Follow us online at social media at AdSymbol. YouTube, on your YouTube page, give us a like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to be notified of all Ad Hero shows and various other content related to the marketing. And don't forget to leave a comment and question below and let us know your thoughts. For inquiries and more information about outdoor advertising, visit adsymbol.com. Find the Ad Hero Podcast on all major platforms. Thank you for tuning in to the Ad Hero Podcast every Friday. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Livieri. Signing out. We out. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to opendisplay.com for a free account to get started.